Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast is the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's just me, and I'm sure I'm talking about something that's happened in the last week, certainly the week when this was recorded. Um, and I'll be talking games, movies, TV, if I've managed to fit those into my incredibly busy schedule. Um, <clears throat> if you're checking us out on YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, a potato, wherever you get your podcast, please do subscribe, like, share, comment, tell your friends and family members, do all of the good stuff. Right, let's get cracking. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Can you hear me? Looks like you might be able to hear me. <clears throat> I've got a throat. Uh, a, a, throat i've got a frog <coughs> there we go get that out straight off the bat don't want none of the none of that do we maybe a drink will help let's find out how you doing how's your week been you good i am having a shit old time of things oh there's nothing shit about that, though. This is a delicious, delicious drink. <sighs> this week's, this episode, this podcast episode is heavily, heavily um, in the what's been happening in the last week category and very light in the entertainment category um if you are not tuning in for the end uh, oh, jesus if you're not tuning in for the this week section you might want to skip ahead about i don't know 80 90 percent There's been a lot going on in the last week. Not all of it good. Um, some of it actually brings um, brings us up to this evening. Um, but, you know, well, I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, I took... I took my youngest... Um, for a flu vaccination. Um, a flu vaccination for a child is very different for a flu vaccination for a, uh, an adult, uh, in the sense that it's just a, a spray up the nose. Um, and I know this from experience, because I... Uh, uh, there's a, a very, what now is very famous story of uh, taking my eldest for a flu vaccination. Um, and what an absolute shit show that was. 
um, in my experience, some medical professionals um, should not be allowed to be called medical professionals um, because there's not really anything professional about them. Um, So I took the youngest uh, Wednesday last week. And uh, I kept saying to her, I was like, oh, you're going for your, you're going for your flu vaccine today. And I was like, they'll just uh, put a thing up your nose. Um, and as a household that's been keeping Calpol in business for the last uh, nearly three years, um, we've got like a bajillion of the, uh, the little plastic syringes that come with Calpol. Um, so I grabbed one of those out of the drawer. I was like, look, what they'll do is they'll get one of these and they'll stick it up your nose. And I just did like a little, little squeeze of the, uh, plunger. I was like, they'll do one side, then they'll do the other side and you'll be done. So we practiced, um, I don't know, five, six times through the morning. And then we went, we went to do the the vaccination. Now, I was, like I say, I've been in this situation before and it previously it's not been brilliant. Um, my youngest is quite good with like medicine stuff, um, whereas my older two, are not, um, and I, I I can't uh, I can't get across what a difference it makes. Um, it's just one less thing to worry about. So we go and we get booked in, and we sit and wait, and I think we've been there. Not even two minutes. Uh, And she was called in. And we went. And the lady spoke to her rather than talking to me. She thought it was quite a a nice approach. And then uh, she was like, oh, I'm just going to have a quick word with your dad. And uh, we'll we'll get started. (coughs) She went through the stuff with me. Is she allergic to anything? You know, does she suffer with this, that and the other? Has she had any of this? Has she had any of that? Right, let's get started. And I was like, okay. So she said to my youngest, um, do you want to sit on the chair? Do you want to sit on daddy's knee? She was like, I'll sit on daddy's knee. Right, like, cool. And then she produced the syringe and um, stuck it up my youngest nose and it went And then she uh, like pulled a little tab thing, stuck it up her other nostril and went she was like, there you go, I'll stick her, I'll see you later. And we left. And it's at times like that that you're just like, <sighs> like that huge sigh of relief, that huge, oh my God, that could have gone, that could have gone so much worse. That could have gone so differently. She was completely not phased in any way by it. She was like, what? What's the problem? 
And they were like, oh, you know, she might have runny nose, she might run a fever, she might do this, just get, ironically, just give her some cowpole sort of thing. Um, and she's like, right, you know, let's go shopping. So I think the intention was to do the vaccination and then go um, to get some shopping. She's like, let's go shopping. I'm like, okay. And I put her in the car and I strapped her in and I was like, daddy's very proud of you. Um, you did very well. And um, and that's that. You know, you did really well and I'm proud of you. And she was like, hmm. And then she told me she loved me. She told me she loved mummy. And that was the end of that. And I just had I just had this this small amount of time to process like you know there's stuff like that that you, you never you never quite find the right words you never quite quite find the right way you never quite find how to explain to your child what something like that means to you and you know who knows there might come a time where she has to have an injection um and it might be different obviously she had injections um being but with being younger and stuff um doesn't really you know even if even if it does hurt they have a little cry and you you know you give them the old there there and the next thing they're right as rain um I remember for years, my sister used to uh, howl with laughter at injections. It was just, <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. She used to howl with laughter. You just, you didn't really know what what to do. It was a bit. It was a little bit manic. Um. So, yeah. So, um, I think I, I think I mentioned um, that I was starting a new workout routine. Did I mention that? I often talk about being excited about a new workout routine. This one's really tidy. Uh, this one's really tight. I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell my brother-in-law, but uh, I quite like this one. I found each individual um, workout has got uh, has got more difficult. Um, they get longer. You know, just spending more and more time out there. Um, but this one's real nice. It's real tight. One small problem. Um, there's two days that unfortunately give me a little bit of wiggle room. On the sheet, Wednesday is down as a rest day. And on Saturday, Saturday is down as a do what you want day. Well, I got out of having a rest day for working out on a Wednesday. So I'm used to working out. So I thought it'd be an amazing idea to go and do a workout last Wednesday. 
There's only one problem. I didn't look to see what the workout was on Thursday. Which, in hindsight, I'm, I'm very surprised. But anyway, I was like, you know, get out there, get a workout in, get it done. Sweet. So... I went, did a workout Wednesday, then Thursday comes round, and I'm like, right, okay, what's what's today's workout? Let's have a look. Oh, crap. And like 60% of Thursday's workout was the workout I'd done on Wednesday. And, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, I felt that one. Uh, I, uh, I really felt that one. Um... But it's good. I like this one. I like this workout. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice. It's a good one. It's, uh, sticking the workout boxes. Um, however, I had to report, um, last week, um, there was no weight loss. Uh, I think last week I had to report that there was, um, there was actually a weight gain for the first time in a couple of months, gained some weight. Um, and I think, I seem to remember, I think I talked at length about how that was affecting me mentally. Um, and I was like, I need to make some changes. I need to cut back on a couple of things that have got a little bit, um, a little bit overexcited, maybe. I need to cut back on uh, on a couple of things here and there. See if that makes a difference. Um, so it's Monday today, uh, so I'm going for the weigh-in. I'm like, this is bad news. Uh, I was feeling good. I was feeling feeling good uh, when I stepped on the scales. I was feeling feeling okay, but obviously with a couple of weeks of little to no weight loss and then uh, a weight gain, I wasn't feeling super confident. However, stepped on the scales this morning. Not only did I get my usual two pounds, the scales were like, "Go on then." Why don't you have an extra one? So, uh, £3 this week. Just goes to show, making little changes here and there can make can end up making a big difference over the course of a week. Um, so, for me, that's just something to bear in mind. Uh, it does beg the question, because at this point in time, I've got um, £10 to get through. Um, to get through another stone, I'm at the I'm at the top end of the, the top end of the scales. <laughs> um, now then, I thought that there was four weeks till Christmas, uh, which there kind of is, but there aren't four Mondays till Christmas. There are three. And the question I was put that was put to me this morning was, can you lose ten pounds 
by Christmas. And I went, technically no, because at £2 a week, it would be £8. Like, But, obviously, we've had this, this £3-pounder. So, would it be unrealistic to say two weeks at £2 and two weeks at £3? Job done. Get through... Get through the entirety of another stone. Um, be a stone closer to uh, to my goal. All of this sort of stuff. Then it was revealed, oh, well, you've only got three weeks. You're only got three Mondays before Christmas. So that kind of went out the window. Obviously, even at £3 a week in three weeks, still not 10 So... Um, but there's that part of me. There's that little part of me that's a little bit like, can can I still do it? No, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. But there's still that part of me that I'm like... Uh, we... We'll see, I'm sure. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, we've got 16 minutes into this podcast, and the big man has not mentioned anything to do with with the, with the car. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the car saga has ended. Well, you'd be 100% wrong on that one. Uh, as I said... Some of the stuff that's been going on over the last week has brought me up to today, to this evening, in fact. Uh, the car saga is still ongoing. Um, I was informed that it was going to cost another £500 to quote-unquote sort the car. Um, I, I have no reason to believe that that's true. Um, so, there's that. Um, so, I was like, right, uh, uh, it's time to get rid of this car. So, I said to the garage, look, just, just, basically, I was like, just buy it off me. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to do any more work to it. Just buy the car from me. Deduct the price, deduct the cost of the work, and you guys do the work, and that'll be that. So it's taken them four days to come back to me to now tell me, oh, yeah, we're not going to do that. They're like, why not? They're like, ah, you know, um, the manager said, uh, we're not, we're not buying cars in December. I'm like, well, firstly, it's November. And secondly, you gave me a thing that said, you buy cars. Ideally, you'd like me to pay exchange, but I don't have to, and you buy cars. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. I was like, well, that's hugely misleading, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. Cool. Cheers for that. That's, that's awesome. So, uh... Up until like 6 o'clock this evening, I was trying to sort this out. Uh, I even phoned a different garage and asked them if they could sort it. And they were like, no. Like, 
cool. This is this is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so at this point in time, I'm just I'm just in limbo. I've told the garage where the car is currently that they need to get uh, a manager to come and uh, to contact me and speak to me because basically everything they've done and said up to this point is unacceptable. Um, and I'm sure speaking to a manager at what is an absolute shit show of a garage um, is definitely going to get the result that I'm looking for. I'm, I'm super confident on this one. This is definitely the answer. <sighs> Let me ask you this question. When is it going to end? When is all this going to end? Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about mental health. And... Um, more importantly, more important for me, um, men's mental health. Um, it's uh, it's one of the things. Uh, recently, a good friend of mine um, revealed to me that uh, he had been struggling with his mental health. Um, and is currently taking a little bit of time out of, <clears throat> I don't know what you'd call it, out of the world, out of life. Um, and it's not, it's knocked me for six a little bit. Um, as, as we know, by this point, I've had my own struggles with mental health. Um, and... I, I would never want to hear of somebody um, struggling through um, issues with mental health. Um, but I just ended up feeling like a a bad friend. Um, and I, I was saying to people, I was like, this is what all these adverts were for. These, this is what what the, the real sort of focus on men's mental health, health was about when, you know, you're supposed to check in on your mates and check that they're okay and check that, you know, when they say they're all right, that they are actually all right. And, you know, I've had this conversation. I'm like, I didn't, I never realized that you were struggling. And it's like, well, you know, I, I felt like I had to be laughing and joking. And it's like, I mean, that just, that just makes me feel worse. And this is the problem. It's this, this, this whole. You have to be a certain way. You have to be seen to be a certain way. You have to act a certain way. You can't say certain things. You can't say certain things to certain people. You can't act a certain way in certain ways in in front of certain people. You can't show certain emotions. You can't talk about certain feelings. You can't say this. You can't say that. Whether you feel that way or not. You can't do any of these things. How baffling is that? I look at certain situations and I look at them with that, that eye of, is there any wonder that men's mental health is so bad? Is there any wonder that 
the this this epidemic of male suicide rates being so high that go completely you know then they're not it's not talked about enough and why is that i look at i look at certain situations like you know could this situation have been avoided could this situation be different could this situation be better you know we've all been through those dark times and those dark places what is it that we needed at those times and how do we provide those things for the people closest to us to our nearest and dearest I watched a video the other day and I really want to talk about this video um, but I don't think I have the mental ability I don't have the intelligence to be able to talk about it in the correct way and because of that it'll come across wrong um, but it was a woman talking about her husband um, and how her husband gets treated differently to the way she gets treated um, and I I am all I am all up for equality I'm all about you know everybody should be treated fairly um, you know why not but the way this person was talking all I could think was is there any wonder is there any reason that men's mental health is so poor that men's mental health is the, the way it is that male suicide rates are so high is there any wonder when this video exists and people are this 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 video is being championed um for this for this woman speaking out against the fact that her husband gets treated differently to her when right at the beginning of the video she said that her husband was doing something nice for her to help her to save her having to do something her husband was doing something for her and people commented on it like oh you, you know you're doing well you're doing a good job you're doing um oh aren't you good all of this and she was disgusted that he was getting treated that way oh aren't you good for doing this completely ignoring the fact that he was going out of his way to do something for her to help her to make her life easier to just make everything run that little bit smoother all that went unnoticed because he was told that he was doing a good job she was disgusted and then on this video comment after comment after comment after comment after comment about how how awful it is and how disgusting it is and how terrible it is 
for him to get treated differently to her. And the whole time, I was like, and we wonder why men's mental health is the way it is. And there was, you know, there's that, and then, like, say, a good friend of mine um, has, has revealed that he himself is struggling with his mental health. And not too long ago, another good friend of mine, close friend of mine, revealed to me that he was struggling with his mental health, that he was struggling with life. And with everything that everybody's been through up till this point, with the last two years, is there any wonder that people are struggling? People, you know, everybody. But are we doing enough? I was listening to a podcast today that was talking about how right at the start of the pandemic, for a very short moment in time, everybody was banding together. We'll we'll get through this. We'll survive. We'll, you know. And then that was immediately replaced with hatred for one another. Everybody hates everybody else. And it was like, yeah, yeah, that, that happened. And it's, it's still going on now. And it's weird how through the, the strangest time in anybody who has been alive this, you know, this long, the strangest time for those people. And everybody's still treating everybody like, well, not very well. What a, what a strange concept. Um, I got back into a, <clears throat> I got back into a little bit of reading. I actually read a book. I know some of you, especially after the last rant, are now wondering whether I've ever read a book. Um, some of you who have been along on this journey with me will know that um, <clears throat> over the last few years, I've been, you know, I've got into reading, um, try and expand the old noggin. So I read, um, I read a book in the last few days. Read a book. It was the last book in a series. I was gutted. It's been, uh, it's been probably my favourite, um, my favourite series of books. Uh, it was the Sandman Slim books, and I finished. Uh, I read and finished book twelve. Um, and that story is over, and it made me sad. And I didn't like the end, but at the same time, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I didn't like how it ended. Um, and when I thought about it, I was a bit like, at the end of the day, you're never going to make everybody happy, so why not just go with it a certain way and see what happens? Um, but it's been nice to get back to a bit of reading. Um, round about the time I got the puppy, 
Um, the reading went out the window. I had to stop reading, and and I struggled with that, and I missed it. And um, it was it was a good way to end the day. Um, but I've managed to find a little window of time uh, right at the end of the day, just to have like you know twenty minutes of reading, um, which I which I've I did, and it's allowed me to uh, read and finish a book and finish a series. Um, I have I may or may not have bought another book, literally just before starting recording this. Um, so, you know, we might, we might be back. I was going to talk at length about the struggles with, like, enjoying a series and then trying to pick up a different series or a new series, um, books-wise, TV-wise, or whatever. Um, but I have a feeling that I've, I've, I might have spoken about that before. Um... So my uh, my youngest had a birthday party to go to, first ever birthday party. It was a very strange situation. She's had this party invitation for about three months. Um, I think she came home from nursery one day with it. Party, uh, November. It's like, oh, at least they're planning in advance. Uh, when Leanne contacted the uh the the number on the invitation to say that uh the the youngest would be able to attend said party um <laughs> she was informed that the child whose birthday by it it was doesn't even go to the to that nursery anymore but it would still be lovely for for the youngest to be able to go so already a strange situation um so three months pass and it's time for the party uh so i, I said to her i was like uh oh we're gonna go to uh to a birthday party tomorrow she was very excited about that like really excited i was like first birthday party it's such an exciting time i was like guess what like not only you get to go to a birthday party for the first time ever, you get to take both of your sisters with you. Um, so this party was at one of these um, play places, soft play, whatever, um, and it's one of those. The the other two have been before, um, and I was like, Do you know, something. It'd be nice for them all to go. Which we did. Uh, it turned out the party was going to be a couple of hours, which it was, and there was food. Um, so the the youngest played, uh, and the other two played, and they all played together, and then they all played separately, and they were all running around. Um, and I'd taken snacks, so they were all able to have a snack. And then the youngest had to go and have the uh, got to go and have the party food, um, some pizza and stuff like that. Um, and a jolly good time was had by all. Had a nightmare parking. Uh, found the only parking space that was left. And uh, there was a reason that it was the only parking space left. Because the person that had parked to one side had parked all the way over. Um, I had to 
get all the children out of the car, park the car, squeeze out, and go all the way round the cars to get uh, to get out, and and feared what I might return to. Uh, and weirdly, when I returned to the car, um, the car in question had gone, and there was loads of space to to get in. So, you know. Swings roundabouts in it, um, but yes, uh, a very good time. I enjoyed um, as we were leaving the the parent of the child who's pyro star. You know, thank you for coming. It's like, oh, thank you for the invite. Really enjoyed it. They all enjoyed it. Um, and what I presume was her mother, uh, or or potentially possibly mother-in-law. I don't know. Um, seems to take a bit of a, of a shine to the, the girls. I was like, oh, you, you, you older girls, you haven't got a party bag. Um, here, take some pizza. Like, why don't you take some pizza? Now, the older two are both like, I'm hungry. So the, the suggestion of pizza was like, oh, yeah, I'll have some pizza. And, and then it was like, I'll tell you what, why don't you take all of the pizza? So I just started loading them up with like boxes of pizza. <laughs> I think they ended up walking out with like two and a half pizzas and a garlic bread. Um, so we got in the car. I was like, "Well, you know, it is lunchtime, so you can probably eat some pizza." And they were destroying it. it. I've never, I've never seen anything like it. It was hilarious. I was like, I still can't believe we walked away from that party with like two whole pizzas. It was so random. Um, I think they all enjoyed it, and um, uh, the 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 younger two have already asked if we can go back, um, and I was sort of saying, I was like, I'm sure we'll go back. Um, so there. Um, last thing for the week, and then we'll talk a little bit of entertainment, and it is a little bit. Um, last thing from the week is. Um, me and my eldest uh, were doing something at the weekend. Um, she is into fashion, which is something that it, it's something in some ways that surprises me. Um, in some ways, it doesn't. And in other ways, it's something that I um, wholeheartedly support because um, it's something that she seems to have real passion for. Um, she she's she's my oldest child, but she's still um, uh, kind of young, I suppose. Um, and the fact that she is showing a passion for something uh, what I would consider to be an early age is something that I'm absolutely going to support. Um, and I try and nurture that in certain ways. You know, there's been um, games here and there that have focused on fashion, which I've been like, oh, we should get this. There have been um, this stuff that she's got on her um, tablet that's fashion-based, which I've sort of... I don't, I don't mind her spending time doing. Um, we've had conversations. Uh, she had a birthday not long ago, and her birthday was, uh, in a lot of ways, centred around fashion stuff. 
So I'd had an idea. Um, she's quite into Barbies at the moment, but again, not from a I want to play with dolls perspective, more from a I want to dress them up in funky outfits. For her birthday, she got a shed load of awesome clothes for Barbies uh, and a wardrobe and like some boxes and shoes and accessories and all this sort of stuff. So I started trying to explain to her um, what stop motion animation is. I was like, oh, you do this. She knew what stop motion was. She rattled off a load of films at stop motion. I was like, yeah. I was like, it's quite easy to achieve. You just take a picture of something, then you move it ever so slightly, and you take another picture, move it ever so slightly, take another picture, and repeat. Um, and she jumped on this idea like she was jumping on a live hand grenade to save everybody else. And I was like, okay, well, let's have a look at doing it, you know. So, Saturday night, we spent ages doing a variety of different things. Sunday, spent ages doing a variety of different things. Um, something, something that kind of surprised me a little bit was that it was actually quite a lot of fun. <laughs> um, she would change the poses for, for the dolls. I would take the pictures. Um, then we'd swap over and I'd do the poses and she'd do the pictures. And we got some we got some really entertaining stuff going. Got some um some um Barbies doing some dance routines. Um she'd done a one at a point where it was uh, two Barbies doing a a dance off. Um we'd done some stuff that was like Barbie does the splits, uh we'd done some um, time-lapse stuff of changing outfits and stuff. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and like I say, you know, anything like that I'm happy to encourage because I look at it as a, this could be the thing. This could be the thing that she talks about in years to come, that she says um, you know, when I was younger, I, I got I got into fashion at an early age, um, and my my dad supported that and supported that dream and that fashion, um, um, and, and a passion for something, and, and he really, you know, he was there for me and he supported me. And now I own the biggest fashion company in the world, and uh, my dad's on a. Hundred million dollar yacht in the middle of the, you know, middle of the Hawaiian Islands or something, you know, just just as a as an idea, something to throw out there. Um, but you know, or something else. It could be something else. Anyway, that's uh, that's my jam packed week. I, it, you might not believe this, but I've actually left stuff out. Because I realised that it would take a week to talk about some of the stuff. It was the it's the week where I've had to cherry pick what to talk about. So, entertainment wise, I have bad news for you if you're here for entertainment. I've got three things to talk about, and one of them I'm not even going to talk about. So, 
what can I say? I've had I've had too much of a busy week dealing with bullshit to uh, actually, you know, not. However, I watched an entire series of something, mainly because the episodes were six to seven minutes long. I watched Bill Burr Presents Immoral Compass. Um, obviously, with listening to the Bill Burr podcast, um, anything that he does uh, from an acting perspective, um, he lets you know about so that you can check it out. Uh, he had the director, who I think might also be the writer, uh, on for this program he's done. I'd seen a couple of adverts for it. I was like, do you know something? I'm going to give that a try. I was like, it's going to be X number of episodes. And it's going to be 25, 30 minute episodes. It's going to keep me going for a, you know, a couple of weeks or something. Um, I just convinced Leanne to give them a whirl. As it was, they weren't. They were short. They were six, seven, eight minutes long. Um, and the idea is, is that they were dark... Um, like almost like dark comedy shorts, but most of them, if not all of them, had a twist. So um, I was like, "Look, you know, we can put this on. If you don't like it, we can turn it off." Um, so that's what we did. Uh, she had absolutely no interest in it. However, because they were so short, we managed to get through them in like half an hour. Um. I thought they were fantastic. I proper laughed. Um, and then, <laughs> right at the very end, not that I'm going to spoil this, but right at the very end, it sort of wrapped it all up in a nice, neat little bow. And it was fucking dark. <laughs> the whole thing was dark anyway. I think the best one, there was because uh, there was all these comedians... Um, doing like the episodes and stuff so there was Vince Vaughn I'm not a massive Vince Vaughn fan uh, I, I kind of tolerate him uh, and Bobby Lee um, who'd both done an episode and it was hilarious I, 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 pr- I proper laughed at that one um, they were all very good they were all very good um some some top notch uh, comedians, um, and yeah, just very good. Um, it's on Roku now. I struggled to be able to track down Roku, but in the end, um, we've got uh, Now TV, and we've got one of those Now TV boxes, um, which I never bother with because it's very rarely anything that I want to watch. Um, but in a very long and very twisty, turny, windy Google search, there was a mention that Roku might be able to be accessed through Now TV. Uh, so I had a look, and it was, and I had a further look, and I found it. So Bill Burr presents Immoral Compass. If you have Now TV or can get hold of Now TV, or I don't really know how it works. Take half an hour out of your day. Give it a whirl. It's really good. Um, Saturday night. You guys know. I loves me a Saturday night. 
favourite night of the week. Um, so I've got my tea. I'm ready. I was like, I want a movie, but the way I'm feeling, I don't want to watch anything new. I want to watch something I've seen before, so that I don't massively need to concentrate. I can just put it on. I can eat my tea. You know the deal. You know one of them. I went through every streaming service. Started with Disney. Disney did not have what I was looking for. Jumped over to Netflix. I mean, Netflix never has what I'm looking for. However, there was two films on there that I was like, do you know something? At some point, I need to watch those. Uh, One is the new Kevin Hart film. Um, And I'm going to give that Red Notice a try at some point. Because it's had horrifically bad reviews. But every time I see anything of it, it it looks alright. So I'm a bit like, is it really that bad? Uh, Ended up on Amazon Prime. I was like, "Eh, maybe a little movie on Amazon Prime. Started flicking through. um, And I saw something. I was like, "Eh, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. But it's kind of going to be watchable, I can just stick it on maybe that does the job scrolled through for ages, I was like do you know what, sod it I'll just go back to that, so I put Man of Steel on um, just for something to watch I'm not going to talk about Man of Steel I imagine I've probably reviewed it previously, I might have even reviewed it more than once because I'm sure I'll have watched it again and done some sort of other review I am just going to say this I'm going to say one thing about Man of Steel. I'm going to leave it there. And that one thing is... Whatever is going on with the DC cinematic universe... I know we've got like Black Adam coming. We've got uh, Shazam 2 coming. Stuff like that. Obviously we've just had Suicide Squad, which I'm still yet to see. Whatever... Is happening with the DC film universe. It will be a real shame if they do not use the resources that they have available to them. And by that I mean they need to get Henry Cavill back in the Superman role as soon as possible. Because he is just he he portrays that character very well. There are some real subtleties and some real there are real sort of nuances to the way he plays that character that make that character more relatable. I've always had a bit of a weird kind of love hate relationship with Superman. I always thought as a superhero he was overpowered and it just made it largely pointless it was like oh you can do whatever you need to do for whatever situation it was the equivalent of Batman's utility belt he just so happened to have the the correct device for any given situation um, Superman had that in powers and whenever he needed to reveal a new power he could do that um but something that struck me watching Man of Steel this time was that Henry Cavill really does, you know, he, he is that role. 
Some people are born to play certain roles. I think they need to get him in a Superman movie of some description. Again, soon. Um, so that's that. Finally, we're going to talk some games. Um, I do, I do want to um, just mention something briefly. Uh, I think I've mentioned it previously. Um, the distinct lack in any sort of conversation about any VR. Um, it's still, it's still there. I haven't, I haven't stopped playing it because I've stopped playing it. I've stopped playing it for a reason. I've mentioned this reason previously, and that's playing VR with a puppy who doesn't understand what you're doing and likes to jump up and kick you in the balls whilst you've got something that covers your eyes is one of the most painful and awakening experiences you'll ever have and not one that I want to repeat anytime soon. Um, I am working towards working back to playing some VR. I am currently looking at a long long list of VR games that are going unplayed sat on my computer um, I will get back to it I have not neglected the VR in the way that you might think um, I have only played one computer game this week ladies and gents and that computer game is Forza Horizon 5 um, not going to lie really enjoying it uh, I think I'm enjoying this a lot more than the last one the last one for how enjoyable it was, there was a bit too much I didn't like about it. Um, largely, I think, to do with like the seasonal thing. Now, this one, weirdly, also has the seasonal thing. But it is so subtle, it might as well not be there. I feel a little bit like they kind of have it there because they put it in the fourth one. But they know it doesn't work, so they've kind of made it like a background character. Um, couple of things. One, I spend way too much time buying cars and doing them up. It's part of the game. But what I mean by that is I spend far too much time in the auction house trying to outbid people on cars. It's like Forza's version of eBay. And when I used to frequent eBay, that's what I did with my time. I used to go find items that were ending like in the next minute and just try and outbid people for shit that I didn't need or want or have any use for. But it was like some kind of sport to me. Things used to turn up at my house and I'd be like, the hell is this? Back in the days when I used to drink and stuff, I used to get drunk and go on eBay and just spend an entire evening just purely trying to outbid people. It was like some kind of strange, probably a little twisted spot. And now I do it in fours or five. I don't know what that says about me. Something I do want to raise. Unfortunately, this is a negative point, but I honestly think this needs bringing up because I'm very baffled by a concept that's in Forza 5, Forza Horizon 5. Um, I did a race a little while ago, and then I did another race, uh, I think I did it last night, 
The race I did last night lasted for 24 minutes. 24 minutes. Let me ask you this. Who is that race for? Who goes, do you know what I want to do with 25 minutes of my time? I want to race in a racing game. I did another one. I did another one later, just before I was going to start heading to bed. And that was... Well, that's like 14 minutes. These ones... I, I don't understand these concepts. It also doesn't tell you beforehand. Like there's no sort of... Oh, by the way, this, this race is really, really, really long. Just so you're aware. Don't tell you that. I did another one like early on in the game. that I think it was like 18 minutes. It's way too much. It's so unnecessary. Nobody's asking for that. Oh yeah, I'd like a, I'd like a twenty-five minute race, please. There's like one guy who's like, yeah, that'd be interesting. So yeah, stuff like that is really baffling to me. On the flip side, I, I'm really enjoying the rest of it. Something I do find strange is um, an element is collecting uh, boards, um, like signs. For anybody that doesn't know. Um, some of these signs are in really obscure places. And some of them I've found. I'm like. How are you supposed to get that board? There is no way to do that. <coughs> so it seems a little baffling. Um, I have resisted the urge to Google or, or YouTube it or whatever. Um, but yeah, a little bit strange, but hey, there we go, um, I'm sorry if you are tuning in for the entertainment side of things, um, things are really rough at the moment, things are really bad at the moment, um, I, I've spoken at length about the belief that I might actually be cursed, <clears throat> that curse doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon, so... I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening if you made it this far. And uh, let's see what the next week brings, shall we? I'll try not to, you know, spontaneously burst into flames or anything. Right. <clears throat> see you guys later. So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done. Another week closer. I think you know what it's closer to. Thank you for listening along. I can't thank you enough. Especially if you're one of our lovely subscribers. If you are a subscriber, jump over to the website, thecookiecast.com, and uh, drop us a line. Social media, email, whatever you fancy. Let us know how you're getting on. Tell us how many subscribers you've got off your own back. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.